Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Uh, okay, this is awkward, but this bike says he'd appreciate it if you removed his skull pattern saddlebags. <gasps> he feels self-conscious about them around all the other bikes, and he says you're not fooling anyone. You mostly ride with your golfing buddies. <laughs> Listen, I'm just the messenger here. Oh, no, I don't want to say that. I think you made yourself clear. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Hey guys, have you checked out 336 Daily? Did you know that sometimes, in fact, pretty often, I've been recording it in my car while driving to different job sites? That's how easy Anchor is to make podcasts. With Anchor, you can record your podcast and edit your podcast and upload your podcast all in the Anchor app, and then it makes sure it goes after iTunes and Spotify and wherever you need to put it. it. They take care of everything, distribution, they help you with advertising and getting in commercials. Check out the Anchor app. Go to the App Store and download the Anchor app for free or go to anchor.fm to check it out. Have you heard? The bird is the word. Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. Today on Section 336, what can we learn about the Orioles from watching the World Series? Also, what should we expect from the Ravens in the second half of the season? And we'll also get into a little spooky Halloween talk. All that and more on this edition of Section 336. Section 336. Section 336. Section 336. It's the new Baltimore generation talking about the Orioles. Shoot, that's new <laughs> intro music threw me all off. Did you forget about it? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, the next generation of Baltimore sports talk. I'm your Daily Center host, Matt Sroka. As always, I'm joined by the Zany Burt Rode. Did he really call us the best podcast in the whole world? <laughs> I think for Baltimore sports. Okay. And we're also joined by the button lover, Josh Sroka. You know, I was, uh, I, was, I was texting with the intern this weekend, not something I normally say. But I was trying to get him to call in tonight because, hey, come on, we're getting down on politics. He's all into politics. I thought he could call in and talk, but instead he's on a rally some for Senator Cardin or something today. He said, I'd call in, but Senator Cardin would be upset with me. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, like they're on a first name basis. Exactly. Can he, he get Senator except Cardin? I think, on? Except I think Cardin's a last name. Can he get Cardin? Senator's not his first name. 
Can you get Cardin on the show? I asked that, and I got no response. And then I later got a response. I'll be back after the election. Yeah, I would feel <laughs> like know. if I'm the intern and I'm and I'm an intern and I'm trying to you know move up the ranks in Democratic Party, the last thing I want to do is put someone from Democratic leadership in Maryland on the Section Three Three Six show. Yeah. That could go badly for the intern. Yeah. So, d- what do you do? You think he's going to show back up after the election? I do. How shocked is he going to be when we play that intro music and it's different? <laughs> I mean, we've had the same thing for four years until now. Yeah. If, if you missed last week's show, you didn't hear our un- our unveiling of it. It'll be interesting to get his uh, response to that. He's missing a prime opportunity right now where he could be the Section 336 political correspondent. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he's going to fill us all in because we're, we're not the is most up-to-know bunch when in, term, in terms of politics, whether <laughs> local or national. So I think we could use a little uh, perspective on this. That, that was the idea. You know, you might be the endearingly stuttering one, but I just foresee a, an instance where he's going to be sputtering and stuttering through trying to explain to us what, <laughs> what he's been doing right. for the last three months. So you, you, you go in yards and you put signs in the yard. I don't have high hopes for what his, what he'll be able to right. explain to maybe, us. Maybe he can call next week from like a party or something. A victory party? A victory party? I've always wanted to go to a political victory party. Oh, we're a week away from the election. Right, yeah. exactly. Next Tuesday, they'll be counting the uh, counting the chads. Yeah, I'm going to have trouble with the timing of this whole thing, getting to the show on time with, while doing my civic duty, right? Yeah. All, de- all depends. These depends early votings have been like an hour wait. Like last four years ago, when I went to vote, it was in and out. No one was there. Yeah. This year, we'll have to see. Might be busy. I'm waiting for something to show up in my Gmail. What do you mean? Well, I, I've heard that this don't vote yet because there's something about your emails or oh, something. Yeah. The emails. Oh, I think oh, that's oh. Hillary. Oh, do you think they're taking your emails too? I think they're going to send me an email or something to tell me who to vote for eventually. Or they're going <laughs> to. There's something involving emails no, that uh, prevent me yeah, from voting. Right, and something about Russia. Right. They take, I think Russia they, they might be your, involved too. Russia's taking your emails and just voting for you, so we don't have to go on Tuesday. I think. Is that doing something over there, Josh? Yeah, it's saying you're screwed. We're not recording. Of course. This is a Facebook exclusive. No, we've got the backup over there. The the Facebook should be recording, and that computer oh, okay. should be recording. What do you think? This is some Garage Band. I mean, we got. I don't know. We got the we got the the Plan A, and then we got the backup Plan B, like any legitimate show would. I just feel like if there's an error message, I should be bringing it to Josh's attention. Yeah, yeah it's good. been many weeks since we had an error message. Now we're getting like five error messages. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's it, emails with Hillary, and then uh. Russia has blackmail material on Trump, is what I hear. Yeah, and that's that. No, that's why they're see, I, I, thought, him. I thought Trump was Russian, and that was the plan. He might be like Putin's. His in wife a, is Russian. Like right? I thought Putin is in like a Trump costume, <laughs> getting but, us all. But the FBI is in on it too, because the FBI is is telling us about Hillary's email, yeah, yeah. but not telling us, us about the Russians. So right, even right. the FBI. Is in, this is and a week from the election, all is coming out. This is the most amazing election ever. You it's know what I'm going to do? It's crazy. On the day before the election, which is next Monday, I'm going to get on YouTube and watch as many conspiracy theory videos about Hillary That's and about Donald. That's a good call. And then make my decision based on yeah. that. Solely right. that. Sure, because the, tru- the truth is, it's it's probably aliens anyway, yeah. doing all of this. Well, if you've seen some of that footage of Hillary where she's like having like 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 seizures on video, that has to be an alien. It, right, adjusting to the body. Yeah, or like her, her face is looking this way, but her mouth is still pointing right. the other way. It's like, it's like those, those sh- it's, what are the shapeshifter videos? Yes. Yeah, you got some of those with the, Obama. The reptilians. Because Obama uh, is a reptilian. Uh, yeah, yeah. so they, they caught Obama at different angles where he's adjusting his skin. At least you're not going to leave it up to like a, a Twitter poll. 
I thought maybe you would do that Twitter poll, <laughs> yeah, and then you would just go with what the Twitter poll decides. Was, wasn't there? What was the election when we were doing the show years ago? Because I remember we spent a whole episode saying my votes for sale. I'll vote for whoever you tell me. Uh, it, was, it was probably Obama, Biden, not Obama, uh, Romney. McCain, Romney. Romney must have been Obama, election. Romney. Romney was the Republican candidate that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've been doing this for. for and McCain was before that, so Obama beat McCain and then Romney. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Or was it McCain last time? It no, was, no, no, it was McCain it was the first time. Well, what all I remember about McCain, I, it, I forgot it was him because it really was Palin. Right. It was McCain and Palin. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But Palin was the big story that year. Right, right. That's probably why. I would have never guessed McCain would have still been alive now. Did you ever read what McCain went through as a POW? I know the whole arm issue. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane, man. <laughs> what, he's got chicken wings you're doing over there? I would have told those uh, Vietnamese guys just to kill me. Like, there's no way you put up with that. Yeah. Like they tortured him and stuff. It's crazy. For five years. Yeah. Well, well, I prefer my soldiers not to be caught. If <laughs> yeah. it wasn't that Trump's line. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's wearing the hat and he's supporting the lingo. <laughs> it's all for Trumbo. Who uh-huh. hopefully the Orioles will be signed. Hey, you guys, uh, you guys all have kitties. Hey, let's change the subject and yes. go to Halloween. Yes. That I have, we each have three, Josh and I. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys do the whole, the whole Halloween trick or treat, knock on doors things? We Absolutely. Did. Yeah. Next was, topic? No. <laughs> was that a good time? No, no, no. It was a good time. You like that? Uh, did you guys just go around your neighborhood, Josh? Yeah, we put out a uh, we put up a, a big bowl of candy. You know, the little take one, take two. No, you didn't. Yeah. Oh, Josh, I you, hate you, people. You're a better man than me. What? Why? Because you are you are making a teenager make an impossible decision <laughs> they take water don't put teenagers in that position so we left we left because i had we had to take the girls around but we know there's lots of little kids in the neighborhood so we put out some candy little kids fine so as but we, there's going to be a teenager as we left there were some kids playing basketball out front oh yeah sounds like teenagers. we take we treat them very well it's our basketball hoop our basketball we let them use it all the time one of them cut their finger while playing basketball before trick or treating, so Mandy had this bandage up his finger. Oh, was it was oh. it one of them that also uh, forced your dogs to get his leg amputated? No, that's the little kid. Oh, it's a different teenager. No, that kid was out <laughs> trick or treating. Okay, so these are young so, people that you have kind of taken on your wing. You have healed them when yeah. they've been sick and yep. ill and yep. injured. Feed them, drink. You feed yep. them. They play in your yard. Yeah. So uh, then we go trick or treating. Yeah. And what not many people know is I have a video camera on my front door. Uh, I'm aware of this video camera. It's like very creepy. When I was in New York and Matt was watching the kids, I sent Matt a picture of himself trying to get in the door. Yeah, which is <laughs> creepy. That is creepy. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get so, one of those doorbells with my new house. So we're on like the next street over, and the little phone buzzes with motion, 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 which I've said, okay, it's all the kids. The kiddos. Come, it's the kids coming and taking candy with their parents, the little kids. The children's And a few candy. of them was the little kids. And then there was one kid, big kid. With a a uh, pillowcase, and he picked up the bowl, dumped it all into the pillowcase. Are you serious? And took off. Wow! I don't even blame him, Josh. And then I had I blame to, you hundred percent. And then I that. had to turn my phone off, with, use my phone to turn off my porch light, so it looks like I didn't celebrate Halloween. Yeah, I don't even blame. blame you you can't make a kid put that. Here's a bowl full of free candy. Just take one. Stop it. You can't put in that position. Like, I, what else was I supposed to do? I got to take the kids trick or treating. Yeah, here's that brings it's, up two questions for me. One, why wouldn't you just turn off all the lights in your house and not put anything out? Because then, because then people won't even come up to the door. They'll just say, "Okay, all the lights are out. We'll pass this house." Because kids are at our house all the time. So right? if we're the ones not participating, it looks rude. We 
They, this no, is why who? The kids? Out to the neighborhoods. FYI, this is why I don't live in a neighborhood. Yeah, this, me too. I, can't. You should I see, hate people. You should see our, fa- our the community Facebook group. There's a bunch of people in there complaining oh, that people man. didn't participate in Halloween. This well, I did <laughs> participate, and some teenager stole all my candy. What? I want to best thing about my new house over. is there will be zero Facebook community group. This is why there's I... Nothing, there's nobody in, that's a fa- in a Facebook community group that enjoys it, because there's nothing but oh, there complaining. Are. There's a lot of people who enjoy... But it's all they do is they go dogs and, and animals on there. It's that, the whole purpose of it is to complain. Someone's someone stealing rabbits in my neighborhood, apparently. I prefer to just live out there in the Eastern Shore with goats. Goats never post on Facebook. If they do, it's hashtag goat pics and they're adorable. But, they never <laughs> complain. But what we home. did with the kids is we walked over to the new neighborhood next door that has the nice bright streetlights and townhomes. And everyone was sitting out at the end of their driveway sure. handing out candy. And that we Party time. Plus... I let the girls go, and then I take Camden, and Camden's so cute, we get like handfuls of candy. Yeah. So there's yeah. plenty of candy. Yeah. It's but annoying that Halloween was on a Monday, though. Shouldn't it? Shouldn't we just do it the last weekend of October? Yeah. Like, like the governor's supposed to come out and say we're this as a state we're celebrating Halloween on Saturday. I yeah, bet, I bet like Hogan, Hogan will do so it so much. Yeah. If you like Hogan, that's your I'll, boy Hogan. I'll send him an email. I hope yeah. hook us up next year, Hogan. Yeah. Congrats on send the cancer. Fix Halloween. And uh, and good luck uh, passing this thing, getting schools to uh, start after Labor Day. Oh, I'm all for that. Right, right. Don't get me you, started. You care about the kids in that, but you don't care about the kids on Halloween. No. Yeah, we're making us walk the streets at oh. 9.30 on a school For the night. record, While the, you're doing the that, Labor Day has nothing to do with the kids. That's very much anti-kids, the after Labor Day. That's but fine. That's a whole other discussion. Fine. Well, while you're fixing that, can we get rid of the... Uh, Clocks fall back this weekend. No, I like that. Let's keep that. Or the forward, or whichever one's the screwed up one. Hey, if we're changing things about Maryland law, can we get rid of these tolls that say I have to pay two fifty every time? Or what is it, four fifty? Well, that, that's, that's, they, they did. They it's put, too expensive. They put in the easy pass so you would forget that you're paying. Exactly. Yeah, I forget I'm paying. And it's, legalize marijuana while we're at it. And get rid of the get rid of meters, parking meters. And by the way, Larry Hogan and speed cameras. Larry Hogan. Speed cameras are a big one. Get rid of those money makers. Here's my favorite thing about Larry Hogan, though. He He's did, bald. He lowered the price of the of the Bay Bridge. Uh, of the Bay Bridge. Yes. But if you still go through there, it's the old price is still on there, crossed out. Yeah. Just so everybody knows. <laughs> yep. I like that. That was smart. the old price. Smart. That's smart for him. It makes you remember why we like him. Well, remember, he had the good idea a few years ago of sponsoring, of people sponsoring the bridge, where it'd be like, for today, the bridge is free thanks to this company. Yeah. And no companies would do it. No longer called the Bay Bridge. It's now called the... Section 336 Bridge. Progressive. Yeah. yeah. That's... Why, yeah. Forget the Bay Bridge. Let's make the PSI Net Bridge. <laughs> yeah. See? That's, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, I have one more question about Halloween for you guys. Because uh, my daughter's in sixth grade. Josh, your oldest daughter's in the sixth grade. Yep. Still trick-or-treating. What age do you stop trick-or-treating? Or what, time, what age did you stop trick-or-treating? Probably... Uh, I probably went seventh grade. Eighth grade definitely stopped before ninth grade. Yeah, I have no answer to your question, but can I say this? What I'm I'm getting um, older. Thirty-two. Yeah, thirty-two, and it it depresses me to no end. Yeah. Like more than it rationally should, I get extremely depressed at, at the at the at the thought of growing older. Sure, and it's irrational because Halloween, for example. I'll be fully honest. I enjoy Halloween and going to Halloween parties and dressing up now as a grown man. Adult parties. Adult parties. Right. Right. Where we cannot eat candy, but we can do other things that are enjoyable. Sure. And I enjoy that. I mean, drink alcohol. I'm not getting into anything shady. <laughs> I just mean drink alcohol. Is this like one of those Donald Trump Russian parties? <laughs> this is not. I don't know. I, I made it sound worse than it really was. Yeah. Um, but I enjoy that more than I ever enjoyed just going door to door and then feeling sick in a couple hours after that because you sure. ate too much candy. 
So getting old, I fear it and I hate it. But a lot of things like Halloween get better when you get older. Yeah, I I look forward to a Halloween party without having to take my kids or do anything with my kids because yeah. it's fun. Yeah, yeah, it's fun to take your kids out. I mean, that's well. fun. It's fun for the kids. Right, it's fun for the, like the first ten houses, and then yeah. I'm getting tired of it. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't <laughs> have a kid to take out, but yeah. Uh, my oldest daughter now for the second year in a row didn't even trick or treat with the family. She went out with a friend and did her own thing. So oh. I get stuck with the seven year old and the two year old and my wife, and we take the little kids around. But I my last year was eighth grade. I remember specifically because I went around with some neighborhood kids, and one of my good friends threw a rock through a neighbor's sliding glass window. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's, a, that's a way to end Halloween. The, the the neighbor tracked us down, like followed us back to our street. And uh, we had to have like this whole conference with my parents and my friend's parents and the other friend's parents and the neighbor whose sliding glass window got smashed through. Uh, and I was not allowed to trick-or-treat anymore after that year. <laughs> yeah. That's a good way to I, I bet that neighbor now also has cameras at his front door. <laughs> I doubt it. He, he had a pretty crappy house. When you, when your daughter goes off by herself, are you concerned that she's doing similar things, maybe egging and TPing houses? Not throwing yet. Rocks. Throwing Not rocks at sliding she, doors. Well, I think I feel like that was more of a boys thing. Yeah, that's true. And uh, yeah, the whole throwing thing is that what you're saying? Yeah, she can't throw that well yet. Throws like a girl, if at all. Boys and girls can both throw fine. By Absolutely. The way. Have, yeah. you, have you seen that show Pitch on that Fox? Show Pitch based on the true story. <laughs> I, I, am I, all also, I am all in on that show. There's a Powerade commercial when a girl can play football in the Powerade commercial. That's true. So I, I've seen them ref. Yeah, and they can ref. Uh, I, I'm not worried about it. Uh, when when she gets to eighth grade. I know she's probably going to trick-or-treat with boys and girls from her class. Mm-hmm. I still don't think she'll be the one throwing, but I, if, it, if it costs me like money out of my pocket to fix something she breaks, then I'll, be, uh, then I'll have a problem with it. And then I can always say, look, I stopped when I was in eighth grade. You stop when you're in eighth grade. Deal? Deal. We're good. Yeah. And, th- and I feel like at some point, too, even like the high school kids that are too old for trick-or-treating or stealing going around candy. and stealing entire buckets from Josh's yeah, house. They weren't even trick-or-treating. They, they just wanted some they candy. Still, this is when you like have a grown-up party at your house. I mean, not like a hardcore grown-up party like Matt goes to, but like a grown-up party. Like a grown kid's party? The ninth graders can come and dress up, but yes. then you put them in charge of answering the door for all the trick-or-treaters. Right. Yes. Meanwhile, I'm hanging in the kitchen you know, oh, yeah, like doing bon- my thing. Yeah, like a bonfire hangout type Absolutely, thing. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah, so we go through and you go through different stages. And like in college the thing was to go to haunted houses and we I went to Liberty. Scaremare yeah. was like a huge haunted house. And so that was the thing for a well, while. I thought all Liberty like haunted houses were just scaring you about hell. Well, th- well there, here's what happened. You went through like this scariest building. You thought you were going to die the whole time. And then afterwards, they Jesus pulled you in pulled a tent you out and they're like if you were to die in that house tonight, where, where would you go? Oh, are no, you they, serious? They're, they're, are you absolutely, serious? Absolutely. Oh, and they gave you a track. <laughs> wow. So they're witnessing through haunted houses. Yeah, haunted houses. I, I went to and one in college. they off on their taxes. It was, uh, it was uh, an old abandoned prison in Nashville, Tennessee, where I went to college. That was that was pretty intense. Because they had clowns with chainsaws who chased you out, like, practically all the way back to your car. And that was yeah. before clowns were scary. No, I... Well, no. Not like nowadays where clowns... Not as bad as it is now, but one of my good friends was with us, was scared to death of cr- clowns. Like, he would... He, uh... You know, he was 
Well, yeah. Barely making it back to the car. And, and to make matters worse, we told the clown his name. <laughs> <laughs> so his name's Danny. Is and the clown being like, hey, Danny. <laughs> so it's like, stop saying my name, man. Well, is, it, is it the movie It that made clowns scary? Or yeah. were clowns scary before then? And, and Stephen and King just took advantage of and that. And now, isn't this, wasn't it the It remake that they're working on? Really? I don't know. Yeah, I think that it was originally promotion yes. for the It remake that yes. started this whole clown. Oh, really? Yeah, revival of the whole clown stuff. Now, have you seen the trailers for the movie? I think it might be at Redbox or directed DVD about the guy who dresses up like a clown for his kid's birthday party and puts on the red nose and then he cannot remove the red nose and he slowly transforms into a murderous clown because he can't remove the red nose. (laughs) I'm going to look it up. Sounds wonderful. I I want to see this now. I enjoyed the video on Facebook of the girl who's got her head stuck in the pumpkin. I enjoyed that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those ones as you're watching, you're like, this is a terrible idea. Well, you, she, but she you can't, you can't turn away. Right. You're like, cut out eye holes at least first. She doesn't do that. She just slides the head in there. Yeah. And her nose isn't going in quite. She so she it just in there. forces it in, yeah. not yeah. realizing it's a wedge and it's going to be a lot harder. Yeah, it's oh, it's, it's actually called Clown, a 2014 Canadian-American supernatural horror film. Uh, you lost me at Canadian. But I, <laughs> I also, I just don't like, I'm not a big horror movie fan. Oh really? I, see, I always pump myself up and tell myself how much I love horror movies, and then I watch them, and I'm like, "This is dumb." I there, there's a few. I movies. like I like murderous horror movies. I'm all in on. Josh loves murder. Spiritual horror movies freak me out too much. Mm, mm. So like The Exorcist can't do it. Oh, see, I, I like the older ones. I like The Exorcist. I like Birds freak me out. I like those older you know, ones. Not, not nowadays. There's too much into the gore, which doesn't really scare me. It's just you know, there's there's one there's gore. one movie that Mandy and I saw in theaters. We saw it in the, the Annapolis Harbor Center, which is now a dump. But but because of this viewing, the movie can never be mentioned in my house. Oh, I I, I know what it is. And so if I if, if all of a sudden I, I made a telephone call right now, yeah, if, if freak you out, if, if suddenly there was a little ring, yeah. of a phone, or she if, might freak if out. Someone started crawling out the television. That, yeah. that was a pretty freaky if, movie. The if, Ring? Yes. Yeah, The Ring. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yes. That's what we were implying. Thank you. Um, I caught the end of that. If, Everyone. if you just pull, if you've got like a girl and you got long black hair and you just cover your face, she freaks out. Well, I, I, and I had experienced. Just mentioning the word ring, she I, freaks out. And I had a movie like that that I watched in high school that unreasonably freaked me out. <laughs> what it, movie? It was a There's com- no way it's a real movie. I mean, there's no way it's a really scary movie. It's not. It's unreasonable. I don't know if it was. Oh, I know which one freaked me out as a little kid. I don't know if it was because I did not. Well, this is one of those ones like before the iPhone where we just showed up at the theater in high school, and then once we're there, we decide, oh, let's just see this, right? Knowing nothing about it, just based on the based on the title. But I couldn't sleep for a week after I saw this movie. Really? Legitimately, I had nightmares, and like. Come on, we'll get to the title. What's the letdown? Mothman prophecies. That's so stupid. <laughs> such a stupid movie. Mothman prophecies freaked me out like like no movie I've seen in a long time. Uh, as a as a kid, do you remember the movie Phantasma? Something like that. No. Phantasma. I remember that freaking me out. It was like these little silver balls that would chase you down hallways. I remember that freaked me out. Movie like that that freaked me out when I was a kid was uh, Gremlins. <laughs> Gremlins is always a comedy. It's not scary. When you're a kid, it's scary. <laughs> I, I, me and the girls were going to watch Gremlins over the weekend, and instead we watched Ghostbusters. Don't watch Gremlins. I should have watched Gremlins. Brooke won't be able to sleep for a month. That movie is when you're a kid. That movie's freaky. I don't These think cute so. little cute little guys turn into little angry little demons. Oh, stop! I oh, I love Gremlins. I think Gremlins is great. I think you didn't see it when you were young enough. Listen to this. This movie clown. 
Kent McCoy is a loving husband and father who hosts a birthday party for his son Jack, complete with a clown. The clown accidentally goes to another party, but Kent discovers an old clown costume in the basement of a house he is selling and dresses himself to entertain everyone. After the party, Kent falls asleep wearing the clown costume, and the next morning he is unable to take it off. The bodysuit, wig, and red nose are progressively adhering to his skin. To the point where he moves away from his family into a hotel where he fights his hunger and contemplates suicide. He shoots himself in the mouth but does <gasps> not die, spattering the wall with rainbow blood. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What kind of movie there's is this? No, there's no way that's good. I am I'm getting this movie at Redbox. Yeah. Sign me up too. Is that it's already out? Uh, I it guess. says twenty fourteen. It might not it have, has to be. if it made it to D V D. Or yeah. the internet. That's forget, like a Netflix type movie. It for, sounds. For get the World Series tonight. Turn off the World Series. Turn on the clown. I'm with you, clown. bro. Clown. It's just called clown. Okay, just clown. I'm always adding the other things. That's a clown question, bro. Yeah. Clown. All right. Can we can we get to some World Series talk? Yes. World Series talk. Yeah. All right. I guess. You guys been watching? Uh, yeah. I've been, I've been catching the highlights. I've been watching uh, a couple innings of each game. Well, here's the great thing about it, because you know I have a strict bedtime at about ten o'clock. The great thing about this World Series is it comes on at 8 o'clock, but you know who's going to win by, by nine the fifth inning. Yeah. <laughs> by the yeah. fifth inning, game over. That is convenient. Yeah. But, I think I, but I've been watching this series very closely. Um, I'm fascinated, of course. I'm fascinated by all these relief pitchers. I'm fascinated that uh, freaking Aratus Chapman came in and threw like three innings at the last, the last yeah. game. Eight it, outs, it, yeah. He's going to have to do it again they're, tonight. They're, they're totally changing the way bullpens are used. I was thinking about this from the Orioles' perspective. I'm done talking about bullpen. I, I stress about it, and I, I, I just hope Buck Showalter is watching, and we see a little bit different use of the bullpen next year. But, but just looking at the, the lineup of the Cubs blows me away. And, Josh, you mentioned, I think, an irrational uh, reasoning on why you're cheering for Cleveland. But I, yeah. will, I will say this. I like the losers. The, the only logical part of me that wants the Indians to win is because the Indians, frankly, aren't that good. And they're not going to be in the World Series next year. The Cubs will be in the World Series the next five years. Right. The Indians, like, the Indians got hot at the right time. Yeah. And by the way, and I don't want to like, the Indians are going to, they have a good chance right now of winning the World Series. They're up three, what is it, three to two right now? Yeah. Uh, so I'm not, I mean, what are I doing talking trash to the, about the I Indians? I mean, really, we're all just hoping for game seven. Yeah. Right? But but the Indians, and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping the Cubs win. I'm sporting my, wearing my Cubs shirt today. But the Indians, first they played the Red Sox. I'm sorry. The Red Sox as a whole are a better baseball team than the Cleveland Indians. Right. Most people would agree with that. The, the Indians then played the Blue Jays. And again, I'm sorry. The Blue Jays, probably a better baseball team. All in all, than the Indians. Now we have the Indians and Cubs. And again, sorry. And again, I'm sorry. The Blue Jays. <laughs> Go ahead. This is like deja vu in here. The 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 uh, the Cubs are better than the Indians overall as a baseball team. It doesn't mean they're going to win the series. But my point is, and everybody always wants to say, well, even if the Orioles made or even if the Orioles won the wild card game, they weren't going to win the World Series because they're just not good enough compared to all these other teams. It doesn't matter. I mean, we got a bunch of guys in the Indians that you never heard of before, all of a sudden playing out of their minds. Right. So it's just it's a matter of getting to the show. You get to the show, and, and then you get to the to the to to the dance, if you will, and anything can happen. So I'm tired of this nonsense where, well, technically the Orioles still won't be the best team, so it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. Indians weren't the best team in the playoffs, and they could win the World Series. You see, it happened all the time. It's how the Ravens won the Super Bowl. Yeah, they weren't the best team. Get hot at the end. 
Yeah, that's probably how the Ravens won the Super Bowl this year as well. The other thing that's interesting about the Cubs, and this is why the Cubs will be good for the next five years, half their guys are like still in high school. <laughs> yeah. And this is where the Orioles have a real problem on their hands. We're, there's a lot of talk about will we be able to sign Manny Machado. If we don't sign Manny Machado, it has nothing to do with the Chris Davis contract. It has nothing to do with the Baldo Jimenez because he'll be off the books. Really, all these guys are going to be off the books. Right. It has nothing to do with all those guys. If we don't sign Manny Machado because we can't afford him, the reason is... Thank you for that. The reason is we don't have enough young players on our team. That's why we won't be able to resign him. If you look at the... the um, Cubs roster. Kyle Schwarber, a star. Do you know how much money he's making this year? 750000 522000 Wow. Addison Russell, another star, 527000 Chris Bryant, a star, 650000 uh, CJ Edwards, their, their, their young phenom out of the pen, 500000 Like They have so many players making under a million dollars. It's rid- ridiculous. Next year... The Orioles, and, and this year the Orioles had a couple players um, like Scope. These are all the pre-arbitration guys. Right. Pre-arbitration guys make no money. Uh, Scope, Gossman this year, Scope and Gossman this year were kind of the only stars making under arbit- that are pre-arbitration. And both Gossman and um, uh, b- b- both Gossman and Scope will go into arbitration next year. So. We have no five hundred thousand guys, five hundred thousand dollar guys next year who are key contributors to to the team, and that's what you need. You need a bunch of guys like Chris Bryant's, like your Addison Russells, like your Schwarbers, who contribute to the team and also make very little money. So you could, I mean, this is why the Cubs, the the Cubs are are able to sign Hayward and Lester right. and and pay arbitration a lot of money for for Arietta. They're able to do this. Because because they got cheap guys. Their roster is making five hundred thousand dollars. Well, and that's what we always said about taking advantage when Manny was young and Scope was young. Yeah, because but, now when they get into right, arbitration, now they're up. Even even now, yeah, they're now they're up millions so of dollars. So and let and you and we have no one to re, to replace those guys. And so this is if we can't sign Manny Machado, it's because we have to pay all these major salaries because we're not getting any discounts by young players who can come and contribute. So that's. That's why not having a and we talk all the time about how the Orioles have a secu farm system, and a lot of time it doesn't matter. But but that's where it hurts. Yeah, it hurts in salaries, and and you can't afford other guys because you need guys in your team who contribute and make next to nothing to balance out the Chris Davis contracts and the Manuel Machado contracts. So, just a little something as you're watching the Cubs play, but Cubs will be there next fight. I mean, they have a great manager, a great GM, a bunch of great young players. They're gonna be around for a while. Yeah. And a bunch of bad teams in the National League. Yeah, the Indians may or may not make the playoffs next year. But with all that said, I mean, I'm, I'm on the Cubbies uh, bandwagon. Go Cubbies. You're wearing the shirt? Go, go Cubbies and seven. I'm supporting the shirt. Go Tribe. That I got in Wrigleyville. <clears throat> all right. I support the Orioles. I'm just saying. Last week, Josh was wearing an Indian shirt. Matt's wearing a Cubs shirt. Orioles are bust for me, baby. That's real right. rich coming from you, Bert. Real, <laughs> real rich. Right, right. I was that's, a different man. That, when that's I was just, 12. Let's just wait until February when we make our predictions or March, and 
We'll oh. see how much of an Oriole you are. I'm I'm an Orioles guy through and through. There's no chance they're going to the World Series next year. But they're, they're, I'm an Orioles fan through and through. Oh, there's no chance. You're a fool, Bert. <laughs> do, you, do you see the the watch these games, seeing how good the Cubs are, how good the Indians are, even how good the Blue Jays and uh, who did the Cubs beat? The Dodgers. How good those teams were, and how. The Orioles would need to go on some crazy seven-game winning streak like they did three times this past season to have any chance to compete with how good these teams are. Yeah, they'd have to do what they did three times last season. There's too many holes on our team of guys who are garbage. The Indians have just as many holes as we do. Yeah, but they're but they're but they're playing their, their lights out right yeah, now. Yeah, and, and the Orioles and did that. Have the do. Orioles did that three that's times, right, and that's they what just I said. Do it at the end. They would need to do that. Yeah, sure, sure. And, and that's what any, anyone has to do. That the Cubs had to do the same thing. They're not the as good Series. as these two teams playing right well, now. Well, and one of the keys is is the Cubs. What the Cubs have? Ding. Is that your phone? No, it's not. I'm not hooked up to anything. Oh, all right, it's my phone. Sorry, I'm working on a guest for next week. Uh, and apparently, what, he texted my iPad. What <laughs> what what the what the um, Indians have that maybe the Orioles don't quite have yet is a guy named Kluber, the ace. Yeah. Right, and they have that guy that they're going to throw on three days rest tomorrow. Um, if the Cubs win tonight, sure, and he's their ace, and we don't exactly have that. I mean, I think there's potential there with Goss and Bundy, but you kind of need that one yes. guy that sure. you can line up against Lester or Arietta right. and say, "Hey, my guy can outpitch your guy to a one nothing win." Sure, and we don't have that. Guy. Right, we've seen guys, we've seen glimpses of it. Yeah, we need a guy to really put it together. Yeah, so, but we have the guys with that potential. And I also think it's can I just say one more thing about the Cubs, the way they're structured. Um, for with Andy McPhail here for forever, we heard grow the arms and buy the bats. Um, the Cubs quite obviously has gone about it a different way. Yeah, they're yeah. all about growing the bats and buy the arms, and they, and they bought the arms, sure. which is another just interesting. There, there's more than one way to 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 build a franchise. But I mean, we're watching here Josh Tomlin warm up. Josh Tomlin's not a good pitcher. He's not good. He was moved to the bullpen in August. He was removed as a starter because he was so bad. Now all of a sudden he's two and zero with an ERA of one point seven six in the playoffs. Get out of here! Like it's just like who gets hot at what time? Right, right. And by the way, have you guys seen Javier Baez play? Have you seen him try to swing a baseball bat for for the Cubs? <laughs> he is freaking worse than he is like Adam Jones and Scope. All their bad swings combined into one player. Like, throw him a curveball five feet from the plate. He's swinging everything. So, if we think the Orioles are the only players, are the only team who has players that swing at balls in the dirt, watch Javier Baez play. It's it's unbelievable. He swings at everything. You know what? I, I think there's something to be said, too, about, you know, you're saying that there's players on these two teams that aren't that great, but they're playing well yes. in the World Series. It's timing, yeah. I think there's something to be said about a playoff atmosphere, about this is this is it. You're in the final four to two to four teams left in all of baseball. Everyone else is all playing golf now. And your stadium is packed to the brim of people yeah. screaming their faces off at every single pitch. Yeah. That the players feed off of that. And guys who are normally scrubs throughout the year all of a sudden are like living and dying by every pitch and they have to perform. Yeah. And that's why you're seeing guys like Josh Tomlin, who's a scrub during the season. All of a sudden he's uh, looking like Cy Young in the World Series. Yeah. Um, that could be a, a guy like Dylan Bundy or Baldo Jimenez or somebody that just given the opportunity might step up to the plate, uh, so to speak. Yeah. But we have an empty stadium in September, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. And I think that's a point. I think it's a good point, Bert. I, I think it's a point that's not talked about enough. The impact of that playing with all the stakes and playing in front of a packed house, how that impacts. Like, because I know me. And like I just just playing like high school basketball, you, you, packed house, 
put me on the free throw line in a tie game with a minute left. I'm missing both free, free throws. I choke all the time with any kind of pressure. And there's some players, so just like some players could step up, some players choke and don't play well in those pressure situations. Uh, and some players really rise up and play well. Um, a perfect example of that is Madison Bumgarner, right? Who's always fantastic during the playoffs. Oh, yeah. He's good during the regular season, but get in a playoff atmosphere, he's unbelievable. And so you're right. Certain players step up that you don't even – it's hard to even tell who those guys are. I think, uh, I think it has to do with any aspect of life. I mean, I'm a musician. I play music. If I'm playing out at a bar and there's like three people there, it sucks and it's boring and I'm playing sure. and who cares? Right. I don't care if I screw up. I don't care if I sound terrible. There's only three guys here. Right. But if you go to a bar and it's a packed house and everyone's real into it and singing and dancing, I'm playing the best I've ever played in my life, you know? Yeah, no, no. So you're saying that's why this podcast sucks because it's just us three. You put this <laughs> podcast in a packed house, we would rock We would rock the place. If there were more people in the live video room, I would be rocking it right now, man. Yeah, well, I, I, I said I, not, not in the live video room, but like doing at, at Mother's or something with a packed house. I enjoy that more. And I get kind of yes. more hyped for that. That's why our year one live show was the bomb. Yeah, that, that was, was the great. bomb. <laughs> but not if you go to a place and people don't care that you're there and just eating their their buffalo wings and not paying attention. <laughs> wings. <laughs> Excuse All me. All right, calm, doing calm it down, again. boys. Calm it down. <laughs> Westminster. But calm it down, boys. <laughs> but, but mothers, give us a call. Good experiences there. All right. Uh, so that's some thoughts on the World Series. We got Game Six going on as we speak. I. I'm enjoying watching it. I, yeah. I, I, I want a game seven, not only because I want the Cubs to win, but because I like watching baseball. I want one more baseball well, game and it seems like, after tonight. It seems like everybody is liking this. Yeah. You're not getting the, the stupid Yankees or Red Sox in there. And baseball ratings are up. Baseball ratings are. are beating football ratings. That, and this, is, I think, is a pretty big story, right? Well, yeah, because everyone talks about how football is the, the best thing in the world. And now football is losing it's, their minds because they don't, they're losing ratings. It's the national pastime. Everyone loves the NFL. The NF, baseball can never compete with NFL ratings. Baltimore's a football town. Yeah, Baltimore's a football town. <laughs> uh, and then, on the other hand, people complain about baseball and how people aren't going to the baseball stadiums anymore. But, but just look at the ratings. NFL ratings down. MLB ratings for the World Series are up. Uh, so it's, and, it's, and it's not Los Angeles and New York. It's... It's, it's, it's Chicago's a big market, but, but still, it's two Middle America teams. Yeah, sure. So it's it's good for it's this is good for baseball. Well, and it's two teams baseball that haven't been there in a hundred years, fifty years, sixty hundred years. If if we were watching a if we were watching a Red Sox Cardinals World Series, I don't think as many people would be watching. That's probably true. And really, in this whole scenario, and it's, it's teams that are are tough to hate. Yeah, the team that really gets screwed in this scenario is Cleveland, though. Who is besides Josh? Who in America is rooting for Cleveland? If Cleveland was playing anybody else, everybody would love Cleveland because yes. of the the the, the movie because ma- ma- Major League Major Baseball, League, yeah, uh, yeah, because Major League and because of LeBron James and Cleveland already like getting the basketball championship. It's cool for the city that's been losers yeah, for so it's long. It's been what like seventy years since the last World Series, mm-hmm. but because they're playing the Cubs, nobody wants Cleveland to win except for the people who also agree with me that. That we like the Cubs being losers. No one even understands your point, Josh. So I don't know how they can agree I know. with you. Everyone misconstrued my point last week. <laughs> well, it makes you don't easy have a point. You don't have a point. No, they're lovable losers. If they win, they're not lovable anymore. Josh, they they still won a hundred freaking games. All right, they're, they're, sure. But wouldn't it, wouldn't it be awesome if in twenty years we're still saying how the Cubs have never won in hundred twenty years? I don't see how that's awesome. No, I think it's great. I think enough. it's great. The thing is, for Cleveland though, is even if they win this World Series, the story is not going to be Cleveland won the World Series. It's, it's going to be, be the Cubs lost. The Cubs still haven't won a World Series. Yeah. hundred and nine yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. It's been. I mean, you watch Sports Center. The angle is always 
what do the Cubs need to do to come back in the series? It's not like what do the yeah. Indians need to do to finish them off? Yeah, it's just funny. Well, they'll get. I mean, they'll get a big story too, just because of being the Indians and all that. But but the Cubs is always it's the bigger story. It's the bigger sure. story. Yeah, it's the longer right. drought. Hey, uh, you know what? Hope it continues. The new theme song of this podcast mentioned that we might even talk Baltimore Blast. Yeah, I pulled up the schedule. The Blast season starts this Saturday night. Oh, perfect. Uh, Very first game of the year. Uh, going up we, to Harrisburg to face the Harrisburg Heat. And we'll break it down next week we, for everyone. We have been invited to a Blast game. We nice. should go at some point. Yeah, I would like to. We, we, should, we should take the show on the road and go to a Blast say. game. You know, speaking of that song, you know that guy that wrote that theme song for us? Yeah. He's also the guy who wrote, like, all these other songs that we use all the time. Yep. Ned Yost. A Joe Flacco. A Joe Flacco. Now, the problem with all these songs... Oh. Is they're old and outdated. We don't want a Nolan Reimolt song. We want we need songs like this. Like this is he's gonna make the Orioles good again. This is when he first came to Baltimore. So we need new songs. Right. Yeah. So I've been talking. Like a Joey Rickard. Or a <laughs> Hansu Kim. Oh, Hansu Kim, good one, yeah. Or a uh, Jonathan Scope. Yeah. Uh, Manny Machado. How Manny Machado. Yeah. Chris Davis. Like, our stars don't have songs anymore. So we've been talking. Ryan Flattery. So we've been talking. And uh, yeah. the delay of making these songs is apparently sports songs don't make you any money on iTunes. Okay, that sounds about right. So we're... Uh, Josh can only buy so many songs. Right, it's basically <laughs> me that's buying them. Josh, I wrote you a new song to buy. But uh, but we're talking. And I think we're going to have a, uh, a way to get some Baltimore sports songs exclusively through Section 336. Instead of iTunes. The question is, who do we write songs about? Well, there's only 40 men on the roster. (laughs) And what angle? Well, you also have football. Oh. Like, I was trying to think There's nobody wants a song about these losers. I was thinking one of our first songs. Logan Adruzic. I think we're going to start with a package of three songs. So, I was thinking one of them should be Jason Lockenfora, used to be a Red Sox fan. (laughs) Or is a Red Sox fan. Would be a fun one. I'm sure there's um, some guys who listen to our podcast would enjoy that song. I, I think so. I think there's lots of people who would enjoy that song. Uh, well, you so wa- I wanted to know if you guys had some ideas or if our listeners have some ideas so that we can narrow down to like three songs that we're going to work out with this guy and uh, and release. And try to get them ready in time for uh, baseball season. I feel like Dylan Bundy makes – I feel like his life is a good sad song with hopefully a happy ending. But uh, I feel like D- the Dylan Bundy, his whole life is a depressing country song. But hopefully a happy ending. <laughs> yeah, but we try I to hurt my arm again. <laughs> but we try to go for upbeat songs. I don't know. Uh, I thought, uh, like, Crush Davis deserves something. I don't know what the angle would be. Except that he just uh, kills it and crushes it. Crush. Josh, maybe you should write the songs. No, I'm not going <laughs> to write the songs. But I'm working. This guy who writes all this music yeah. that's already good. Yeah, he's he's gonna, good. We're he's gonna good. work with him for some new songs. All right. So we need an angle, all right. and we need to cut, narrow it down to three three topics. All right. So uh, I like it. Send, hit, hit me up on Twitter or comment on the Facebook video, so that we can uh, we can pick up some songs. Sounds good. All right, I'm liking what I'm seeing in this Cubs game. I Sorry, know. I was a little watching, distracted watching the Cubs. I, I, I was to the Indians. Yeah, because I haven't seen a I haven't seen a collision at home plate in a long time. It was nice to see a little hit. Well, and a routine pop fly dropping between two outfielders. Yeah, turns right. into a triple, a two RBI triple. Uh, that's just bad luck. 
for the Indians. Yep. Well, it looks like we're going to get a game seven. <laughs> Put in a roll this Chapman. Yep. It's. I didn't think you could do that anymore. Uh, he was standing right in the middle of the play. He the... was he was blocking without possession of the ball, so he was in the way. Catcher was in the way because he had never got the ball. That guy, you're in the World Series, and he's trying to like barehand it behind his back or something to miss that ball. That's Zobris. He's old school like that. I, I always liked Zo- Zobris from the when, yeah. when he played with uh, Tampa Bay. He's a, he's a good baseball yeah, player. Catcher's blocking without the ball. I think that's an automatic safe. Yeah, I'll take it. All right. so, yeah, actually, hold on, yeah, real yeah. quick. Okay, Let's say here we go. the Cubs are up three nothing in the top of the first inning. Yeah. Say this inning continues, they take like an eight nothing lead. Okay, just theoretically. You bench. Rest you, all the Indians. Do you not even start Arietta then and save Arietta for the next day? Well, who's starting tomorrow? I don't know. Is it Lester? Oh, that's right. I forgot they got a couple other good pitchers. Like Arietta is like their second or third best pitcher. Really? Like, you could argue. Yeah, that, he's I, not their top anymore. Uh, you could argue that Hendricks and Lester are both ahead of him. Okay, but wouldn't that be an interesting scenario yeah. where you have your ace going in a must-win game, you take some a, a crazy lead in the first inning and realize you don't even need to start him? Yeah, but then you deal with pitchers are so weird, and you deal with them like that, and then all of a sudden they're like screwed up because they're right, right. back. And then the manager is at fault because he messed it. Right, right. Next thing you know, heads. he's leaving Zach Britton in the bullpen. <laughs> you don't screw well, with that. Well, if you're Cleveland, even down three nothing, knowing like how good the pitching's been for 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 both teams, I'm not throwing any of my good relievers. Andrew Miller's right. gonna give. He's got two days rest. He's well, gonna get a third day's rest. Sure, that's uh, the Buck Showalter way of ba- of managing. I would just start Andrew Miller the next day. Pitch a nine inning game. If we, <laughs> if, we get, if they get Chat, that Chapman versus Miller, yeah, that'd be great. Like it's almost like you should make the best pitchers starting pitchers. Sure. <laughs> Hey, uh, no, hey Steve Clevenger's in the bullpen. That's not Steve Clevenger. <laughs> no relation. Spelled different. This uh, this weekend, Ravens come back. And uh, ESPN, before we started broadcasting, was saying that uh, Ben Roethlisberger is, has a high possibility of playing on Sunday. Good. You think he's actually going to play? I hope he does. Yeah, it's always better when he does. Yeah, it's always better. I was, talk- I was telling, talking to a Steeler fan on Sunday. I was saying, I hope Ben plays because we always suck against the backups. Yeah, it's just more fun playing against. Against. Big Ben? Is Big that ben. where you're going? Big broken Ben? You know, one of the interesting storylines here is uh, Mike Wallace returns. Yeah. Against his former team. Oh, yeah, that'd be interesting. Isn't that a little bit of a storyline? My wife's going to the game. She has more interest in it than I do. <laughs> mm. Wait, she's going and you're not? Are you going to yes. watch it? Uh, I might. I got, I got all three. I'm home alone with all three kids by myself. My parents are going to the game. My wife's going to the game. I'm on babysitting duty. So, no, I probably won't watch it. I'll probably be watching Teen Titans Go or something. Not, not going to the zoo? Actually, that's not a bad idea. If it's a nice day, I might do that. Where, where, where do you think the Ravens currently rank on the ESPN power rankings, NFL power rankings? Oh, uh, Out of 32 teams. Uh, 20. Yeah, 20 is good. 21. 20. I'll take the prices right. Method twenty one. You, you need this stupid. <laughs> hey, Bert wins again. I got. I got. I got to be quiet and not give out my my ranks before you. It's twenty four. Oh, I win. Oh. Yeah, thanks. It's just embarrassing, right there. I mean, we're there. The teams below us are the Bears, the Jets, the Buccaneers, yeah. the the San Francisco, San Francisco, the well, Jaguars, Rams. It's it's, all teams it, that can beat it's us. Embarrassing to be down with those teams, though. Like those are yeah. perennial right. bad organizations. It's just yeah. so embarrassing. At least to be with this those. year we're in the worst division in the NFL. Yeah. So there's that. There's a little hope that there, if the season's not over yet. Well, there's all, many years where the season would have been over by now. 
all the divisions, and I know we complain about the Ravens because we watch them. The Ravens do look terrible. But the whole AFC, like, who's good in the AFC? Well, that's part of why the they're Patriots. saying... The, the Patriots are good in the right. AFC. Well, that's part of why they're saying that the TV ratings are down for the NFL. Because no team is really good. Well, and a lot, of, the, no, a lot of star players got no hurt stars. in the first couple weeks. Right, there's no stars in football anymore. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the AFC West seems like it's legit. With the Raiders, seem to be good. The Chiefs are good. The Broncos are good. But outside of that, like all the other divisions, just have one team over five hundred. Like it's, it's just the the NFL is a bit a bit down. Yeah, as far as quality teams. So, but it's going to be interesting. I mean, because if if we beat the Steelers, that's a huge if. I'm, there's no optimism <laughs> here. I think a lot of sports. I'm I'm going to go out and say we're going to beat the Steelers. All right, go say that. A lot of sports is expectations, right? Like when the Orioles lost to. Um, Toronto to, to Toronto, it was disappointing, but it wasn't like heartbreaking. I felt like like it was okay. I mean, it was heartbreaking. It, it was heartbreaking. We quit. A, we quit the podcast for a week. It was heartbreaking, but it was, it was more heartbreaking. Not that we lost, but how we lost. I felt was really heartbreaking. How we lost, but not right. using our best pitch and, and, and the type of game does. that we're supposed to win. Nobody likes to get walked off. Yeah, a game that could have been in Camden Yards if they hadn't lost some stupid game to the Yankees two days earlier. Yeah, but few of us had expectations to. Make the World Series. Like, I think, all, all in all, we were content with the kind of the season that the Orioles had. With the Ravens, at the beginning of the year, and I love, I love all this, all the commentators coming out, well, the Ravens just don't have enough talent to compete. These are the same guys who were saying before the season started that we would win 10 games. Now they're like, well, they're just, right. they just don't have the talent. Well, whatever. Right. Idiots. But the expectations now are, I literally expect the Ravens to lose every single game they play. Yes. So this, I think, increases my enjoyment going in expecting them to lose. Sure, you, you got nothing to lose. Exactly. If they lose, okay. I, I saw it coming. If they win, oh, that's a pleasant surprise. Yeah. So, And this is, like, I thought we would beat the Jets. I was really disappointed we lost to the Jets. Foolish me. Yeah. But for the rest of the season, even when we put the Browns, I'm assuming my expectations are we're going to lose every game. Sure. The Jets, who almost lost to the Browns. I mean, who am I kidding? The Browns were up 20 to nothing against the Ravens in week two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah. Oh yeah, it took a miraculous comeback to even win that game, and and so I, I'm looking forward to watching the re- the rest of the season of the Ravens because all they can do is please. They can't disappoint me anymore. I'm as disappointed as it comes. Really, you can't yeah. get more disappointed. I can, I'm I disappointed, but I, I can certainly get more the disappointed game, the way they played so far. The only way I'll get more disappointed though is if I waste my time watching the the the, to- the whole season go down the toilet. If, uh, I'll be if, disappointed myself for wasting my time. If they win this week, are you back on for Thursday night Browns game? Uh. No, probably not, because if I get to settle my house next Thursday... Oh, no, wait, that's this Thursday. No, no next it'll Thursday. be next Thursday, yeah. No, if I settle my house next Thursday, I'm certainly not watching the Ravens. But see, there's a reason for you to watch. Because you're a uniform guy. And it's, oh, co- it's, it's color rush. We get purple on purple. My like, we've never seen it before. My Verizon Fios isn't getting installed until the following Monday. I might have to... You got yeah. If only you could get it with antennas. I guess... <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, you can still get locals. Yeah, yeah games on CBS, I think, for Thursday night? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I, I can always just look at the pictures the next day. <laughs> or or watch, it on the, watch it on the app. I'll watch the headlines on uh, News at 11. Jerry Sandusky. Not hey. that Jerry. Not that Jerry Sandusky. Yeah, let's clarify that. The Hayes in the Barn Sandusky. No, that's Mark Viviano. Oh, that's Viviano. He's selling hats that's with that right. on it. I know. He's like licensed that saying he's trying to make some money. Hey. Oh, you guys talking about friend of the show, 
Um, Mark Viviano has been on Section 336. No, he hasn't. No, not, Mark Viviano is not, doesn't do Hay in the Barn. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Jerry Sandusky does Hay in the Barn. I thought it was. Oh, you're right. And we had, we've had Jerry Sandusky on the show yeah, before. Sandusky's have we had both too. of them? Yeah, Who? yeah, we've had both of them. Who's Mark Viviano? We've, we've never had Mark Viviano on. <laughs> no, we had Jerry Sandusky. We hey, had, remember John Buren? We had Jerry Sandusky <laughs> and we had the other Jerry. I think he's selling real estate. Jerry now Coleman. And Jerry Coleman. Yeah. yeah. And Jerry Love. And Jerry Love, too. Jerry That's loves true. old school section 336. Yeah. Go back to like episode That's two. True. <laughs> we, we've had lots of Jerry's. Yeah. Of course we did. Josh, you want to get to the three up, three, three down segment? Oh, it's my favorite. Uh, sure. It's now time for three up and three down. So we each share one up and then we share one down. Or is it one down and then one up? Uh, I think we do. We start with the downs so that we go out in an up positive, up even though the, it's called three up, three down, not three down, three up. I don't know. All right. So, so, so we'll, we'll start with our downs. Uh, Josh, you want to uh, <laughs> you, you go, go ahead and go first? Sure. My down is car shopping. I told you guys remember last Tuesday I was late because you don't know where, for the where, podcast. You know, okay, go ahead, go ahead. Because I was car shopping because I spent like three hours at a car dealership when I went into the car dealership knowing exactly what I wanted. See, I don't know how that happens. I'm in and I'm in and out. That's I don't know. The next day, four hours. Well, how is this possible? Wednesday I spent four hours in a car dealership. I went one day, hour and a half, got my truck, went home. I didn't even go on a test drive. Oh, and that included my test drive. No test drive. What are you doing in there? No all that test time? drive. No test drive. <laughs> it took that long. I don't know. I go in. I tell them what I want. They show me the car. I look inside. It, I say, because, all right, it looks great. No, you can go in with the price. You can go in with all that stuff that you should already know, right? I called. So you're in control. I called and told him ahead of time. Is in control. I said, Here's what I want. Give me the best price. Yeah. Uh, I did a lease for the first time. Oh, that's dangerous. so. I don't know if a lease uh, took longer. Um, maybe. But maybe. But I. They had the car sitting out front waiting for me when I pulled up, and it still took four hours. So car shopping's my negative. My down is leases. I don't want anybody <laughs> putting putting uh, restraints on my freedom to drive wherever I want and put as much mileage on a car as I want. Because you can't you can't drive that thing to like uh, California or nothing, right? Sure, I can. I I paid a little extra for a higher mileage. Okay, all right. And I like that in three. I see cars as technology nowadays, so I can just trade it in in thirty nine months. Okay, and then just get the new the new tech thing, like well, like like trading in your iPhone. I lease my iPhone now. It's not for me, but that that's good that you can at least take it to California if you want. I can take it. I'll, it'll take a few trips to the Outer Banks. That's it. Well, no, I'll take it to California. I got no reason to go to California. Why not? California's great because there's airplanes. California's great. <laughs> that's true. It takes like twenty four hours to drive to California. No, it doesn't. Oh, yeah, it probably does. Yes, it does. I'll take an airplane. That takes like five, six hours. We drove to California when I was a kid. You see, did you see the road? Oh, parents. Did you see the road that Russia is, is suggesting we build? Why is Russia suggesting we build roads? Because, because it goes from like Washington, D.C., up through Canada, like through Alaska, through Russia, and down to London. I bet it so goes- they want one giant road so you can dr- drive from London to D.C. As long as I don't have a speed limit, City. I'm all for it. I bet that goes right through Sarah Palin's backyard. Oh, I guarantee. Because she sees Russia from her backyard. Right. I, I was just thinking, if Russia is suggesting it, they might be just saying build a bridge from California to Russia. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, a symbolic and literal bridge. Apparently, there's one section of it that you would drive like 180 miles where there's no civilization. So that's where your car cannot break down. That's amazing. I would. I would. That's a huge risk. 
that I would right. get a thrill from. Please don't break down. Please don't run out of gas. But how long do you think that would take you? How long would it take you to drive from London to New York? That'd be the like long a, way around. That'd be like a bucket th- bucket list thing. Yeah. You know, before I die, I would like to take the road from New York to Moscow. Um, yeah. It would be like the that last ep- the last three years of my life. Yeah. Like that episode of Doctor Who, Doctor Who reference here, when there was such a bad traffic jam. That like there were generations of people like you were born in the car, you grew <laughs> up in the car because of the the, the length like the, a generational traffic. Sure, camp. sure. My down is Twitter. Who would have thought, with politics going on, with the Orioles no longer playing, and with the Ravens sucking, Twitter is not very good right now for me. You mean it's kind of negative? There's nothing good on there. It was negative or it's Just politics. boring. Or boring, yeah. There's like no entertainment. Yeah, right? I, I, I will say I haven't spent much I time on social media. I almost want to stop media. unblocking people like Jason Lock and Ford. Just so I can, <laughs> but even he's just tweeting about football, so it's not entertaining. No, it's it's uh, a Twitter, and I don't get on there very much, uh, obviously because the Orioles aren't playing. But but every now and then I'll go on there, and it's it's boring. Twitter is boring. Yeah, that is negative. I yeah. I, I haven't tweeted much of anything. I Someone, tweeted a picture of my Halloween costume. That's been it. Twitter, enter- entertain me, Twitter. Someone make me laugh on Twitter. Jeez. Give me something. All right. How about the ups? The ups? Give me the ups. Uh, for me, the up is I'm excited for the new MacBook. I think it's pretty cool that they that they announced like last week or I something. I didn't know that was a thing. With like nice. a little trackpad for controlling, and I got a new 4K camera, video camera. So that goes my, with the Mac. Well, it can go with the Mac. I'll be using it for editing, but uh, but I got this new camera, so we can go back into some Section 336 video stuff. Will the new Mac help our show? Uh, I'll probably be using it to stream better. Nice. Because the, this one keeps giving me a yellow. If you look over there, there's a little thing blinking in yellow saying that it's something about it's dropping frames. So it's, uh, it's we, we not doing a, a You mean we're not broadcasting in HD? We're, we're dropping frames. Yeah, we're dropping then. frames. Is it so. still stereoscopic sound? Last I checked, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, dropping frames. My up is, is related. I don't know. Is this an iPhone thing where with the text messaging with the GIFs? Yeah, yeah, that's this, a big up. This is the greatest thing ever. Where yeah. adding to normal conversation gifts that fully yeah. express your mood <laughs> and your feelings. Yeah. This gifts thing is the greatest thing ever. Oh, uh, when we had when we had the family, uh, I hate group texting. Yeah. Me too. And and Bert bails on it all. But when we had that family texting going during the debate with gifts, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Except for every time uh, Bert's wife, our sister, would interject because she, I don't think she got the joke or realized we were commenting on the debate. <laughs> Well, well, we weren't watching it. Because she wouldn't do GIFs. She would do memes. And then we'd all do GIFs, and then a meme would show up. Yeah, well, I'm a little late to the whole GIF party, and I still, like, and I got, I'm got i part of a couple group chats where GIFs are used, and my GIF game is far inferior to their GIF game. So I need to work on my GIF game. Man, Mandy and I GIF each other. Keep that often. to yourselves. We try to, out, try to outdo <laughs> each other's GIFs. Oh, my. Hey-o. Do you share some of your favorite GIFs so that you... Uh, I don't even know how to do that. You see, this is why my gift game's soft. But did but you know my app's gifts? Uh, yeah, but, d- but that's an iPhone thing, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I imagine you can do it on Android too, but it's new to iPhone. Right. I'm like, if I say it's iPhone only, you know, there's some nerd that's going to come out and say we're wrong. Nerds. But, but yeah, it's new on iOS 10. Yeah, but if you use a Samsung, oh, Samsung's probably cool, right? If you use the gif of it like catches on fire, exploding, <laughs> yeah. iPhone actually catches on fire. Yeah, that's probably, probably so. Sweet. They this probably all started as a gift game. We're going to take gifts to a whole new level where your phone will actually do what the gift's doing, like blowing up. <laughs> oh, I should have I said my up was Amazon uh, Alexa. Oh, look, there's a commercial for the new MacBook right there. Hey, that's nice timing. That, that uh, You know the uh, 
Amazon Echo thing that you talk to to play music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They got a little one now that I just got. That's the just, hockey puck. That's the little hockey puck thing. And I got it tied into my lights so I can say, hey, Alexa, turn off the lights. And I'll turn off. Oh, yeah. I don't have well. it in this room. I've got it working oh, upstairs. It's working upstairs yeah. in the house. Nice. As if you couldn't be any more late. In the next couple of weeks, it'll be controlling the TVs. And uh, maybe I'll even program it to say, hey, Alexa, start the Facebook stream. If you can just get it to go to the bathroom for you, you would never have to move again. Yeah. No. But when I'm on the toilet, I can yell at Alexa and she hears me. Toilet. Nice. <laughs> toilet. <laughs> when I'm on the toilet. My up is... Uh, and it just came to me. America's. Oh, it just came to you, Bert? What were you going to say? You mean you didn't have a plan to have up or down? Up beforehand? What were you about to say? I even tried to warn you this afternoon. Hey, we're going to do up and down. Matt said America, and I was about to say America. No, your up cannot be America. My up is America. Have Ameri- you seen what's going on with America right now? My up is American history. I've been on this. I, As you guys know, I've been real big into the Hamilton soundtrack. And just in the past week alone, I took my family. We visited George Washington's home at Mount Vernon. And I've watched the entire John Adams series on HBO from beginning to end. I'm all in. Oh, the, the, I'm the, all in. Oh, the, the John Adams series is great. It's fantastic. With Paul Giamatti. That's, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. I watched the last one today and I cried. <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm fantastic. serious. Yeah, you should read the book. All right. Can I say? No. Uh, the John Adams by Dave. Yeah. I'm not much of a reader, but, but we should talk sometime about TV or movies that made you cry. Oh, lots. And we should talk. Maybe that'll go on next week's <laughs> next week's docket <laughs> yeah, as we try to get through the off season. Not that there's gonna be two Ravens games that we could talk about. But <laughs> and there's something. Yeah, and uh, you, Bert, Bert, you said you learned a bunch. Is there an interesting tib- historical tidbit you would like to share with our listeners? So, some takeaway from either John Adams, sure, or Mount Vernon. Um, well, it's interesting to get the different perspectives because the the Hamilton musical does a good job of portraying the positives and negatives that was alexander hamilton because right. he was far from perfect but right. a really good rapper um but they in the in the musical they they really crap on john adams which where, is outrageous if you sure watch but, paul giamatti sure but from hamilton alexander hamilton's perspective and even thomas jefferson at the time they had major disagreements with with john adams and there's you know it's understandable why if you're watching a musical about hamilton they're not going to portray john right. adams in a good light it's not about yes yeah, you go and watch focus. the john adams series and they also he wasn't perfect either and they portray the positives right. and negatives of him but then you see alexander hamilton in the adams series and he's like a scoundrel yeah, yeah <laughs> right. exactly isn't that interesting so you gotta yeah. figure it lands somewhere in the middle the, the best guy in all of it though is george washington who He's the man. He is like it's hard to find a flaw with the man. He is the absolute man. He's the father of our country, first in freedom, first in liberty. Yeah. Uh first in the hearts of minds of any uh God-fearing American. Yeah. And like at any point ready just to to drop it all and go back to his farm. Yeah. And then oh, he's needed. Okay, fine. I'll come back. I'll leave sure. you people for four more years and then I'm going to go back to my farm. And the the two-term thing, like he started that even and it and even the guys that followed him, I mean Adams was only one term, but Jefferson two terms and so forth. Uh, that wasn't actually a law or in the Constitution or an amendment until right. many, many years later. Until Franklin just, Roosevelt, yeah. They the just terms. respected it that Washington did it this way. We're all going to do it this way. Yeah. Which, can you imagine a politician now right. walking away from that power? Yeah. Shut up. Uh, have you been to Mount Vernon? Uh, yeah. It's it's pretty cool. It's very cool. Yeah. You you get to stand outside the bedroom where he died, where the bedroom is still laid out exactly how it was when he died. Yeah. There's like the old tomb. It's a beautiful area too. Yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. And we were there on uh, the last weekend of October. The leaves are changing. The weather was great. It was cool. It wasn't too hot. Uh, I highly recommend it for any history buffs out there to check it out. I, I took the family. It was a wonderful day. Yeah. I learned I, lots. 
Yeah, I I I too went on a bit of a historical venture. I I went to the uh, oh, the final this. resting place of um, F. Scott Fitzgerald, mm-hmm. the writer of the greatest American novel. Boring. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Well, it was not highly. Uh, <laughs> Didn't he write the Great Gatsby? The Great Gatsby. I I got it. Yeah, I I had to drive around a while to find it. Um, it was just in the, like a little Catholic church and a, some tombstones in the back, and mm-hmm. and there was his with some. It stood out because there were some flowers on and some bottles of of whiskey and champagne surrounding nice, it. Nice, nice. He, he he liked his alcohol. Sure. Uh, and so who doesn't? Yeah. So it was, it, and I recommend if you're into literary things, if you like The Great Gatsby, that's right there in um, I don't know where it's at. I don't know where anything is. It's right next to it's towards, his tomb. Towards DC, yeah. Uh, to, to, towards DC. Towards DC. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, towards DC, and you'll run right into it. Um. What's interesting about Washington with the the tomb thing, like he was buried in the family tomb with like 20 other family members where his remains were for 30 years until they built his what's called the new tomb. Um, And then they moved it. But like all all the coffins and where everything in the old tomb was deteriorating to the point where it's just basically a bunch of bones on the ground, except for George Washington and Martha Washington, whose coffins were lined in lead. Hmm. But the their coffins were still falling apart until they moved them over there. And one of the reasons they had to do it was because at the old tomb, tourists and people would come to pay their respects. But then they take a souvenir. They'd rip a tree branch off or pull oh. flowers off or whatever just to say that they visited Washington's grave. And at one point, a disgruntled employee broke into the old tomb and wanted to steal George Washington's skull. Can you? Oh my gosh, the gall! And, and he's and gonna need that one. Day. Once they got in, once he got in there, apparently the place was littered with so many bones and everything. They didn't know which one was his, Shut up. so they took a skull. Turns out they had stolen a skull from one of his nephew's in-laws, <laughs> uh, which is still a terrible thing to do. But they were like, "All right, that's it. We need to do something about this." <laughs> yeah, this is too loosey goosey here. Yeah, right. And I mean, it, I said we went to, right outside the bedroom where he died, but just going to where his tomb is now. I mean, it, surely it's nothing but dust in there now. Like, he died in 1799. Yeah. But it's still cool, you know, that that uh, the first president of the United States, there he is five feet away from you, or what's left of him. You know, yeah, it's such, such a cool part. Our history is pretty cool. We, yeah. we need to stop burying people. Instead, we need to just go with the cremation, except for the skull. And then you <laughs> get to take the skull home and put that on a mantle. I'm all for burial at sea. Let let the sharks have me. I'm just for skulls <laughs> on the mantle. In- I wanna, instead of the weird like urn container that you don't know whether or not it's an urn. I want to be buried the same way as Osama bin Laden. <laughs> Stop. I do like the idea of like the old Viking style where they would push you off in a, a wood pyre or whatever. And right, right. Shoot the flaming arrow and yeah, yeah. you go up in flames. I like no, that idea. I, I, like, I like Bert's idea. When I get old and I just need to die, I want some military guys <laughs> to bust into my home and kill me. <laughs> And then find your pornography right. stash. Exactly. Cabinet. Exactly. I want. I want to grow a huge beard, hide in the corner while the military takes me out. <laughs> That's my way to die. Uh, How about this, guys? Ashes. I was looking this up while you're talking because I heard this new on, on the news the other about day. the the Met. The you going with the Met? No, the Ashes to Pottery: How Designer Makes Dinnerware from the Dead. Yeah. A designer has launched a range of custom ceramic dinnerware glazed with cremated ashes of dead loved ones. So you get your little mug, and then on the outside is is decorated with their ashes. Okay. So you so you're know, not actually eating; it's on the outside. Can it's I? On the outside, okay. you're, you're sipping coffee, and there's a cool decoration. You want to know a million? Ashes. Here's your million dollar idea. Yeah. You take the ashes, and you know those you know those hourglasses that you tip over and the sand strip through. 
An hourglass? An hourglass. <laughs> and and <laughs> you can get an hourglass of your hash list. You know those hourglasses <laughs> with sand in them and you turn yeah. them over? I'm just you saying. You an hourglass? <laughs> I'm just saying. If I, 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 The only time we use those is to play games. But <laughs> if, I, if I could take some old person and flip him over as, as my timer, I, I'd be all for that. <laughs> you got to get creative with death. Yeah, you need yeah. to find ways to make death fun. I always get fascinated by the people who have their bodies laid out for viewings, but they're like dressed up or sitting in a chair or, you know, one guy getting uh, uh, laid out for his viewing in his Steelers gear with a remote control in his hand, <laughs> right, right. watching Steelers highlights. Like people like that are wacko and I love it. Yeah, that's a little bit too far for me. I've seen one where the guy was actually propped up standing up in the corner of a room. Yeah. So it, they still had the viewing and everyone's there and shaking hands and paying respects. And then I acknowledge, I'll acknowledge at that point, hey, your fandom is, you are more fanatic than I am. You are a better fan than I am because I do not want that. At I don't know. We're getting, close, we're getting close to robotics. I'm saying when I die, I want, I want my body with a little remote control so that Brooke can just mess with people. And when you go up to give your respects, press a button and I, and I hop up. See that's freaky. I, I think we you gotta freak people out. You gotta have some fun. This that's, guy had it with his eyes open. Yeah, I don't like that. That, that makes me uncomfortable. Even just looking at that. that reminds me. Of, by the way, I do like scary movies. Over the weekend, I also watched Pet Cemetery. Now that's a great horror movie. This oh, guy this kept awesome. on bringing people to life. That's a good scary movie. Well, I'm glad we're ending the show on death. That's uh, the zany way. Man, look at this guy. Look, look, he's kissing him on the cheek. Can you stop showing me these images? He's just yeah. hanging out. Don't we we don't want to see dead people. I love We're not, we're not all Bruce stuff. Willis. As long as they're made up, I don't want to see any kind of gruesome injuries or nothing. This is fascinating. This has been a weird show. Well, we covered a lot of ground today. We talked we about <laughs> Halloween, death, trick-or-treating, George Washington, John Adams. Hey, send me your submissions for songs. Song I want to hear a song about John Adams. I mean, Hamilton gets a whole musical. You, Adams needs a song. Do you know what was most impressive about John Adams? What's that? And I didn't learn this in history class, or maybe I did and never remembered, but I, when I read the book, I had forgotten. He he represented the the uh, perpetrators of the Boston Massacre. He yes. was their lawyer. He was the British lawyer, yeah, the, and the got lawyer acquitted. for the British soldiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, I mean, we think of him as Mr. America. The, the, his name was put on the map when he represented the British soldiers. They wanted case. him to represent them because yeah. he was a good lawyer. Because he's a man of integrity. Yeah. And even though he didn't agree with what they did, he said, I'm going to represent you because you deserve a fair trial. Because they didn't break the law. Yeah. That's an impressive. That's impressive yeah. for a human being to do that. After that, John Adams can do whatever he wants. He's, he's gold in my book. <laughs> All right. What, what, what were you talking about? Shoot. Uh, we're wrapping up the show. Yeah, we're trying to get out of here. If you want to follow Bert's um, antics and zaniness with Mount Vernon and George Washington and John Adams, you can uh, follow him on Twitter. You can follow the show on Twitter, Section 336 Show. Got it. You got it. Nailed First it. try. First Nailed time. You can, you can like us on Facebook. You can write us a review on iTunes. We appreciate those. You can follow me on Twitter. At section 336. You can follow Bert. At Bert Brody. And you can follow Josh. At Josh Soroka. Thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go Ravens. Section 336 is a affiliate of 24-7 Networks. Find section 336 on utahstreetreport.com. And go blast. And we're out. This week on RVER, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Oh, that new doctor is dropped at gorgeous. Oh. 
please. He's just another RV League educated surgeon with good hair. No, he's different. Nurses, we got a classy motorhome with a detached driver's side mirror. Meet me in the OR. Stat. Right away, doctor. No, 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 she's on break. I'll handle this one. Oh, you conniving little... When your RV really needs saving, Progressive has you covered. See if you could save with a leader in RV insurance. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates covered subject to policy terms. This week at Macy's, find Valentine's Day gifts for all your loves, like fragrance gift sets they'll adore. Plus, take an extra 15% off with your coupon or Macy's card. On top of beautiful jewelry finds, now 35 to 70% off. And 25% off decadent chocolate from Godiva. Macy's Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. 